Welcome to the Healing Begins podcast channel for spiritual care. Today, I want to talk about Don't Look Back. My name is Pastor Gail Crock, Executive Director of Spiritual Care. And you know, I want to talk about the effects of looking back, going back to the place that God brought you out of. One of the enemy's biggest tactics is to remind people where they've come from, and he always likes to go back and kind of rub your nose in the things that you've done in the past, and he tries to dig up everything that you've done in the past and bring it in your present. And you know why he does that? He does that so you can't get to your future. If you're constantly looking back and you're constantly wallowing in the pain of the past, there's no way you're going into the good future that God has for you. Now, I just want to stop a moment and say, it's important that we get healing from the pain of the past in our lives. That is critical because the enemy uses the pain of the past to torment us. But after God has healed us from the pain of the past, let's not allow the enemy to take us back. You know what? The enemy is a grave digger. He digs up your past, throws it into your present to keep you from your future. You want to know what he's really afraid of? The enemy is really afraid that you will discover your God-ordained purpose that the Lord wants you to walk in and that you are going to start doing that. The enemy is really afraid that you will stop listening to his lies because they are the only thing that he has if you listen to them that can give him the power in your life. Don't allow the enemy to bring you back and back and back and back and back. Keep pressing forward. Revelation 12.10 calls the devil the accuser of the brethren. That he is. I remember when I first got saved, the enemy said to me, you're not really saved, you're not really forgiven, you're not really healed, and he tormented me with those things until I learned to get the victory over it. Now I want to look at a couple of scriptures that talk about not looking back, not living in the past. The first one is found in Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 through 16. Not that I have already obtained all this, or I have already been made perfect or arrived at my goal, but I press on to take a hold of that which Christ took hold of me. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us who are mature should take such a view on things. And if on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. Let us live up to what we have already obtained. You know, when Paul wrote this, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I believe he was thinking about the day when his name wasn't Paul, but his name was Saul. And he was killing Christians for a living, and he thought that he was doing God a favor. And then one day, he has an encounter with God on the road to Damascus, and the Lord strikes him off his horse, 
with a bright light and says, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And Saul becomes converted. His name becomes Paul. And all of a sudden he realizes that all those people he thought he was killing, doing God a favor, were now righteous people, God's people. And in order for him to really go into the future that God had for him, he had to leave his past behind him. Then I want to read a scripture found in Mark chapter 5. I do not know how many verses I want to read, but it's about the man that lived in the tombs and cut himself with stones. They went across the lake to a region of the Kerosenes. When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an impure spirit came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, not even with the chain. For he had often been chained hand and foot. He had torn his chains apart and broke the irons off his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day he lived amongst the tombs, and in the hills he would cry out and cut himself with stones. And this is verses 1 through 5 of Mark chapter 5. Now, in this passage he meets Jesus, and Jesus frees him from the demon called Legion. But the word in this scripture, the word tombs is used several times. In the Greek it means to build a monument in your mind to a painful event and live in that place over and over and over. It'll become a place of torment. It'll become a place where the enemy just literally torments you day and night if you go back to living in the place of pain. I want to talk about nine keys that will help you not to look back. Key number one, don't look back. Don't allow your past to be your present focus. Let me say that again. Don't allow your past to be your present focus. Number two, don't listen to the enemy's lies. You've got to take them for what they are. They are lies and he tells no truth. Number three, confess God's word out loud every day. You know at spiritual care, we say I am statements like, I am God's child. I am beautiful on the inside and out. I am a friend of Jesus. I am wanted. I am forgiven. I am calm. I am able to do anything with Jesus. I am safe. I am cared for. I am protected. I am loved. I am hopeful. I am joyful. I am confident. I am blessed. I am free from all fear. I am an overcomer. I am a champion. I am a treasure. I am brave. I am chosen. I am a peacemaker. And I am created for God's works. Confessing God's word out loud has great power. And the I am statements are perfect. You can use them. And I would say this, number four, resist the devil with God's word. You know what? Look up scriptures that talk about your situation and help you get the victory. And, and those scriptures that strengthen you and help you fight with them. And when the enemy tries to tell you his lies, you tell him God's word. Number five, remember, we are clothed with his righteousness 
It's not about us, but it's about what he did for us on the cross. When we repent and come to him, he takes off our robe and put his robe of righteousness on us. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God in Christ. I love that. God made him to who was no, didn't have any sin to be sin for us so we could be the righteousness of God in Christ. Great. Number six, armor up. Ephesians 6 talks about the armor of God, making sure that you wear your armor every day, that you're ready for the fight. And one of the ways you know you have all your armor on is you're staying close in your relationship with Jesus Christ. But you ought to go to Ephesians 6 and read about the armor of God. Number seven, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus at all times. Hebrews 12 says that we are to fix our eyes on Jesus. Number eight, don't allow yourself to get distracted. There are so many things that happen during the course of a week, in the course of a day, that can distract us and get us away from those important practices that we do in spending time with God and walking with the Lord. And when we get distracted, that's the perfect opportunity for the enemy to come in and to form an attack. Number nine, stand firm. I love it. Whatever you do, when you've done all you know to do, stand firm. Ephesians 6.14 Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist and with the breastplate of righteousness in place. Interesting. Stand firm with the belt of truth. God's word is true. Stand firm with truth and stand firm in the righteousness of Christ. And that righteousness is not because of what you have done. It's because of what he has done for us. And because of his righteousness, we can stand in the battle and we can be victorious over all the things the enemy is throwing at us. So I want to encourage you to fight the good fight, to not give up, and especially don't look back. Don't let the enemy take you back to the things that you once came out of. Don't let your past define you. You are not defined by your past, but you are defined by your future and that's not yet been written. And what you do today can create a great future for you tomorrow. Don't look back. Stand strong. You can overcome in the power of his name and in the power of his blood. Let us pray. Lord, I just pray right now for everybody that will listen to this, that you would give them the strength not to look back, but to keep pressing forward to keep pressing on. Lord, Paul said he had to strain toward what is ahead. That sometime it was a real battle to go forward. And I pray that you would help those that are listening today, that you would give them the, the strength to go forward and to press on, keep their eyes on you and not be defined by past circumstances. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for this podcast, Don't Look Back.